When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So, Councillor Liam Quaid, it's amazing. We started talking about this back in July, and it's not only still not sorted out, but I think people are even more distressed than ever down there. That's right, PJ. Um, actually, I think the last time we spoke was we were coming up to an Oireachtas uh, Health Committee meeting on December 14th. Um, and I think that gave families a lot of encouragement. Um, it was a very robust meeting. Um, HC management were questioned in very astutely, I felt, um, by all of the committee members and the, the local representatives who t- took part in that. And there was cross-party condemnation of the removal of all 24-hour staffed mental health uh, residential placements from East Cork. But unfortunately, um, despite that, and despite the two meeting, two Oireachtas meetings that went before it, there's been no change to the service plans. And in fact, residents continue to be um, moved out of Onakura. Um, I've heard from family members that there are 11 residents remaining. Mm. Um, so I, I've, I've felt there's a, a very urgent need for renewed Oireachtas scrutiny um, in the absence of government intervention here. And last week, uh, seven co- councillors co-signed a letter that I wrote to the Health Committee yeah. or, urging them to send a delegation of members to visit Onakura and St. Stephen's Hospital. Yeah. Um, St. Stephen's will not be a, a destination for many Onakura residents. I think that's clear. Um, in, in my view, because of negative publicity that would be associated with that, um, it will, however, be one of the main alternative placements for other people from East Cork into the future. Um, and their stories will not be in the public domain and some will not have representation. For Liam, them. where are the... You say there's 11 left, which means, what, something like eight or nine have moved out. Where have they gone to, do you know? I, I don't have information on that, I'm afraid. Yeah. Um so Do you even I, know if they're happy where they are, or where I, they were I, sent? I, I don't. I don't have contact with those families. Okay. Okay. Um, but I, I think I, I think it's it's I, I suppose a, a crucial moment really in all of this um, because I think we're all aware that if the service is closed fully, um, there there almost certainly will be no going back. Yeah. Um, so that delegation visit is actually due to take place on February seventeenth. Okay. And the aim is for the committee members to meet with residents and family um, to see the service, to see the scale of the Onakura site, which was the subject of quite contentious discussion at the committee meeting. 
and that they will be able to to get a sense firsthand of how connected uh, Onakura is to the town and the local community yeah. and to contrast that with the long-stay wards in St. Stephen's. And I must just say that I, I have a strong affinity with St. Stephen's um, and I've worked there in the past and the staff there are, are exemplary yeah. and the grounds there are, are really impressive. But I think we're all we're all aware that it has very significant disadvantages in terms of uh, the rehabilitation and long-term um, placement of people with severe and enduring mental health difficulties. Well, well if you go back to my visit to Onakura back in September, where one of the residents there put it to me very clearly, the long list of facilities and just ordinary everyday things mm. that were within five minutes walk of Onakura. The nearest shop to St. Stephen's is a good 15 minutes walk away. And it's a very perilous, it would be a very perilous walk to take because of, of the roads there. Yeah. Um, there's, there's no public transports to speak of. And at a practical level, it can be difficult yeah. um, it, it, to, to, to take um, residents out on outings because it depends on having a certain amount of staff on the wards yeah. and that's not always in place. Liam, the HSE has I- insisted and every time uh, the discussion has been raised on this programme, the HSE has insisted there is no alternative, there is no nothing else that we can do, the place is no longer fit for purpose. Uh, they continue to say that. You and your colleagues continue to be dissatisfied with that. Yeah, I suppose at that meeting, um, they, there was very intensive scrutiny of the rationale, both the, the building rationale and the kind of service rationale. And I, I and I'm, I'm quoting here from one of the managers who said that when he was um, being questioned by Roshan Shortall, he said the most important piece in regard to the closure rationale was that we had independent assessments in relation to the building, which indicated that no matter what we did to the building, it could not be brought up to an appropriate standard to deliver the service. The independent building reports all recommended works that were required on the premises. Um, None of those independent reports suggested that anywhere that the works were impossible to carry out. And the report that did suggest that was uh, a HSE maintenance department report. Mm. And we're still not clear what survey, what new survey of the building was carried out to arrive at that very drastic uh, conclusion. Um, there was also a number of uh, um, claims made and James O'Connor, local TD, uh, um, called out one of those as absolutely outrageous. The idea that on a site of the scale that, that Onakura is built on, you, if you were to replace the building, you could only possibly have eight to ten single ensuite rooms and no other facilities. And I mean, there's acres of room at that site. You could build two floors there. And then when questioned further about this, the HSE maintenance manager at the meeting um, told Nasa Horrigan, my colleague, mm. um, we wouldn't seek to put people on upper stories, and I'm quoting here, and we certainly wouldn't invest in new buildings and put people long-term on upper stories. Yes, the main general long-stay ward in St. Stephen's is a place called Unit 8. It's on an upper floor. Um, Garnish House is a three-storey former B&B in Cork City that's been used as a community mental health residence since 2020. And it's now actually been offered to some of the Onakura residents. Um, and, and it's worth noting that it was reported in the Irish Times last year that the HSC spent 122000 in in rent of this property from April to July in 2020. 
Mm. There's other other community residences with upper floors, Glenmalure House in, in Blackrock Road, Gugon Barra in Western Road, St. Coleman's in McCroom. Then there was a there was a, a point about a single room size apparently being so small in, in Onakura and they couldn't enlarge them that this was one of the reasons they didn't renovate the building. And yet there's a there's a facility in Skibbereen called Sale Nua and every single room in that is smaller than every room in Onakura. Yeah. And yes, and we also have dorm style accommodation in St. Catherine's and St. Stephen's. What, what, I think, what I think you're saying here, uh, Liam Quaid, and every time it's suggested, uh, the HSE denies it. But you believe, and I think others believe too, there is an agenda to offload the Onakura site. I think there's an agenda, absolutely, to centralise the service running costs to facilities like St. Stephen's and um, St. Catherine's. And I think that's laid bare when you look at the, the, the massive disparity in investment that has uh, gone on in those um, facilities. So 2.9 million has been invested in St. Stephen's Hospital over the last 10 years. 1.9 million has been invested in St. Catherine's. So that's just one ward. I think there's 18, it has a capacity of about 18 uh, clients. 428,000 was spent on Onakura over that 10-year period. And la- last year... Um, renovations were costed at 145,000. That was the lowest tender. And those renovations were not pursued. And I've asked um, the Public Accounts Committee to investigate why that is the case. Mm. I've also asked the Public Accounts Committee to explain or or to investigate why is it that a new um, community residence is being opened in um, Carrigaline. And it's actually been offered now to some of the the vocal families of Onakura um, residents, I think, to divert attention away from the, the war-based facilities. It was bought in January 2021 at a cost of 750000 And I, I'd like to know, why was Carrigaline chosen over Middleton, Yall, Carrigtool, Cove mm. for a new community residence? Um, and at, at the meeting, the ser- part of the kind of service rationale around this, that um, Onakura did not need to be replaced because we had a reducing need for 24-hour placements um, because of other services, rehabilitation services that are being offered uh, clients. But if that's the case, why is there a, a new 24-hour yeah. service opening up in another part of Cork? Still still many, many questions, Liam, many, many months after you and I first discussed this on the opinion line. Do, do you think it's ever going to be resolved in a way that's satisfactory to all concerned? I think it's very difficult to say. I mean, all of the indications so far are extremely disillusioning. I mean, the amount of, of um, I suppose, scrutiny that this um, service decision has been given, the amount of condemnation, the, you know, families pouring out their hearts and, and doing so at a, a great cost to themselves um, in, in the public domain. Um, you know, none of that seems to have have had any effect on the decision makers involved and I think that has really been disturbing for those of us who are involved in this campaign that there's this very detached attitude to the the human impact of this and the frankly absurd um, service plan that's in place here it's it's fundamentally flawed it's it's at odds with a vision for change it's at odds with the mental health commission's um, direction on how services should be going um you know, you're, you're, you're talking about removing all 
um, community-based placements from a population between 90 and 100,000. Mm. It, it's, it's, and, and, you know, into the future, St. Stephen's and St. Catherine's becoming one of the main um, de- destinations for those people, it, it doesn't make any sense clinically, ethically. Hmm. Liam, I'll leave it there. Uh, and thanks again, as always. Thanks very much, PJ.